From the left, he throws oh, the caught at the net, chase straight ahead nice. into the end zone. Nice. Touchdown on the opening drive for Cincinnati. Purdy out of the shotgun, Kittle and Uschak are right. Uh, Ayuk the other side, handoff McCaffrey, touchdown! San Francisco! Giddy giving the ball, looking down the lane to Shea, pump fix, leans in baseline, makes home a seven footer, Thunder 101, the Nuggets 99, timeout Denver. Oh, what a play call. Hour three, T Row in the morning show here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans, Monday, January 23rd. Toby and TJ back with you, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Thunder win by two. Playoff, NFL playoff winners, Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Niners. Your NFC Championship game, 2 o'clock on Sunday. Niners at Eagles, AFC at 5.30, Bengals at Chiefs. I'm left wanting with that Final Four, TJ. Um, what's the best Super Bowl scenario here? There's not one. I, I'm with mm. you. It's just I, I, the three of the four teams I just really do not like. The other one I don't like. I, I, like I said earlier in the show, I'm rooting for Cincinnati at this point. So Cincinnati versus, you know, whoever is the best scenario. It's Joe Burrow, though. I mean, I got I know, I know the I know. Sooners on that team, and uh, I know I do like Zach. Though. Zach's cool, and then you got the running back combo. You know that we can get behind and everything. You can but... get Zach on this week. Why don't you uh, call up there see if we can get Mixon, P. Ryan, or Zach on this week? Okay? Yeah, I'm sure they've got nothing else going on. Well, they have that, they'll have that off week. You know, if they win. Let's wait for them to win the AFC, okay. and then they'll have that get off week. Get them on week. Super Bowl week? Yeah, they'll have that off week, and That's then we can get idea. them on that off week maybe. Yeah. But, That's yeah, there's idea. no good scenario with this with the NFC. I can't stand San Francisco or the Eagles. It's just – got a good uh, Monday night Big 12 game tonight. Kansas at Baylor. Baylor's won four in a row now. Kansas just got smacked. Eight o'clock tip in Waco tonight. That'd be a fun one. Sooners play tomorrow night in Fort Worth. Seven o'clock tip on that crazy floor, which did they enhance that this year? It looks even scalier than in the past. Have you seen a TCU home game? Uh, I'm sure I have. It's so hard to watch. I've just found it always hard, much less yeah, maybe if it's, it's scaly or not. I think it's the same, but 
Um, I mentioned the boots off the top of the show from a distance. How did I look in the boots, by the way? Well, all I could see was the picture that you posted. So it was just the picture oh. of your foot. Like, under, you see me walking around? I never saw you walking there? around or anything. No, because in, in fact, at one point in the game, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Did he wear his boots to the game? I text Drake. Uh, and Drake said, yeah, he's got them on. I was like, all right. So I wasn't even sure that you had them on. So it's hard to yeah, see I when have. you're under the table. I mean, I can't tell. And I never well, saw I, you walking I know, around. But I was up walking around some. I just assumed you were watching me at all times. But no, fortunately, I was not. Hey, I got a movie review for you. Woo! I watched one this weekend, too. I got a movie review for you. Go first. We watched the, uh, based on a true story, family flick, Dog Gone. I think I saw the Netflix, is it's that Netflix right? Netflix put this out, that's right. Okay, Rob give me Lowe's the in it. Give me the premise. Uh, college kid graduates college just before graduating, adopts a dog because he's kind of lost in life, doesn't know what he wants to do. Sure. Friends are That's, all getting Many of import- us have been there. Friends have all gotten important jobs straight out of college. He's like, I don't even know what I want to do. And this dog and him kind of like become best friends. And then he moves back home. And dad's like, you're a loser. You know, you shouldn't be such a loser. Let's figure well, out what you're going to do with your life. Like uh, on, you can't even take care of yourself, much less a dog. And then mom, dad, both fall in love with the dog. Dog gets lost in the uh, Virginia mountains somewhere. No. No. And they have to go on no, this don't journey. Don't tell me more. I, I, I'm not, not giving anything away. Right. They got, go on this journey. Dad and son go on this journey to find the dog. So okay. I What's would your review? Rob Lowe, <sighs> you said, is the star in this? Yeah. Yeah, um, it was one of those typical true story family movies. Good, feel, I mean, feel good story. Script and acting not the strongest, mm-hmm. but you are rooting the whole time for the dog and that they find the dog. Of course you are. So you're tied you in, you're locked in. Yeah, you're locked in because you love the dog, and uh, you wanted to find Gonker. Gonker was the dog's name, and uh, I say uh, out of ten, I'll give it a six point eight five. Pretty strong. If you want something to watch with the kids, the kids will love it, and it's uh, it's good enough to get through as an adult. Yeah. Uh, so. That's I'll even give somewhere... it a seven. I'll give it a seven. I'll bump okay, it up to a seven. Say, you're somewhere between six geese a laying and seven swans a swimming. So you're going to say seven swans a swimming? I'll give it seven sw- swans a sim- uh, swimming, yes. What was that? Not not uh, seven swans a swimming. Okay. Not, not Rob Lowe's strongest performance in his career, but, you know. He's been in better, in he's better been, He's been in better videos. movies, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that sounds like something I'd enjoy. You would did, like uh, it, yes. Did B-Man uh, like it? He liked it. The were wife liked tears? it. Were there any tears shed? Uh, no, and that's what they were worried about. Anytime you got a true story about a dog, they were worried about, you know, what's the sad level of this? I think I said, I think it's a good ending, but we'll see. But uh, no no tears shed, no. It's interesting that you guys would, you and your wife would watch something that doesn't include trying to figure out who killed something. We went straight from that end to sending him to his room and watching uh, several episodes of the first 48 and Dateline. There you go. So we, there we, we, we rebounded. Yeah. All right. All right. Good, good review by you. Dog gone. Dog gone. We watched a uh, Friday night. Uh, Jenny and I had a little, uh, well, I bought a new television teach. Whoa. What? 
burying uh, the lead. When did this well, happen? So our son moved out, got an apartment, and he's he still your television. A, he needed a TV, so working things to my favor, I said, "Why don't you take my TV and I'll get myself a new one?" Look at you! That's the way to work it as a dad. I am that's proud of you right it. now. That's how a dad does it, right there. Everybody was happy. He was thrilled to have a TV, and I was thrilled to get a new one. And I got a bigger one because you can get a television for cheaper than a carton of eggs. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely you can. Big ones. Like Target had half off of their Christmas TVs and stuff. So it basically paid me for the largest television <laughs> we've ever owned. They paid you. <laughs> so Friday night we had a little uh, – Date night in the bedroom. Now, don't get yourself too excited. Doggone. Don't get yourself too excited, okay? But we had to watch something on the new TV. So we watched. So uh, the TV's in the bedroom? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I can't put it in the living room. I can't put a big TV in our living room because we have built-in bookshelves in there. You might remember my. Yeah, I remember room. that. Uh, I remember that. I'm gonna have to. Uh, knock I've told out you to rip those out. I've told yeah, you to rip those bookshelves I know. out. Well, so is my wife. I just haven't yet. So, uh, we watched Ticket to Paradise. Now, this has been out for a bit, I believe. It. Uh, what was it on? I think it was on. Was it on Peacock? Apple? I can't remember. I don't think it was on Netflix. It's the George Clooney, Julia Roberts movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew I recognized the name. I couldn't remember what it was, though. I have not seen this. George Clooney, Julia Roberts. They're the parents, divorced parents going to the kid's wedding, right? Yes. Or something like that? Okay, yeah. Well, yes, yes. D used to be married, now hate each other. First off, let me just say, George Clooney, Julia Roberts, two of our greatest American actors. <laughs> You really believe they were once married? <laughs> sure, absolutely. You just fall right into it. Uh, Danny Ocean and Tess. I mean, yeah, they've been together yeah. many a times, yeah. Right. They don't play those roles, though, in this movie. Completely different characters. Okay. Once married, now hate each other, but have a daughter who, and, and this isn't saying too much, who they think is making a mistake. Okay? And so they decide to join their efforts to try to correct this mistake that their daughter is making. And then in so doing, uh, the movie unfolds. Okay, from there. It is shot, or, or, or I don't know if it was shot, but it's supposed to be in Bali. So they're in this tropical setting for the whole movie. And... Uh, and I think I, I don't think I could say any more than that. I, I'm not going to tell you whether they got together in the end. I'm not going to tell you whether or not the daughter ended up marrying the boy. I'm not going to tell you any of that kind of stuff because you got to watch it to figure that out. Okay. But I will tell you, it was a delightful romp. Um, <laughs> it's a romantic comedy, is what it is. It's a rom com, right? As I call it. Right. And uh, shocked you liked it. I'm shocked. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, two of our greatest American actors. Um, it was just uh, they lit up the screen. That giant television, TJ. They lit it up and uh, uh, enjoyed every moment of it. It's a great movie. I give it. 
10 lords of leaping. 10 out of 10. Whoa. 10 out of 10. 10 lords of leaping for Ticket to Paradise, TJ. Excellent. Excellent. What size TV did you go with? That's ah, too much information. No, okay. <laughs> Not that big. It's just bigger than anything I've ever owned. Right. I got a bunch of, uh, what are these? 32, 40-inch. I think they're 32-inch TVs around my house. Maybe there's a 40-inch in the living room. I don't know. But. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the way you worked it, son. Take my old one yeah. and then work your way into a new television. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah, and here, how about this? Speaking, uh, My wife, so we go to the game on Saturday. So Peyton is the son that moved out. I'm backing up here, okay? Peyton got an apartment. He's working, you know, he's working down in Norman now. So... We go to the game on Saturday. Chloe goes with me. Everybody's out of the house except for Jenny. When we come back, Jenny has completely changed Peyton's room into a girl's hangout lounge. (laughs) Wasted no time. All signs that it was ever Peyton's bedroom have been removed. And now, basically, as Peyton said last night, so it's a second room for Chloe. And Jenny was like, yeah, that's kind of right. much. Yeah. Yeah. So if she has friends over, they can hang out in that room and watch TV. And it's a, it's a lounge. It's There's a like lounge. a fridge in there. She's got snacks. It's all Wow. Kinds of I know. A she shed in the house. She did it's a she shed in the house. Yeah. She did it all while we were at the game. We got home, and I was like, holy cow. <laughs> She's moved desks and furniture and boxed up stuff. And Anyway, pretty funny. All right, 816. Let's hit the text line when we come back. 405-651-3439. T-Row in the morning show on a Monday. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. T-Row in the morning show statewide on the ref. This hour brought to you by R.K. Black. Been in business for uh, a long time, since 1952. Small and medium-sized businesses, they're helping you out there with your technology solutions, document management, fax, printer, scanner. They can uh, hook the network up all through your building, have everybody on the same page, and uh, take care of you. Same as they do with us here at the radio station. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. TJ, Cobra Kai uh, season six confirmed. It will be the last season. How are we feeling? I know Toby is just absolutely devastated, LOL. Mm. Um, I will admit when that trailer dropped, uh, what was that, Friday? I was sad. Like when they said last and final season of Cobra Kai, there was a sadness that came over me, and then they put out the letter on the uh, uh, thanking everyone and talking about the journey of Johnny and Daniel, but then said the story's not over because, as we truly know, Cobra Kai never dies, which means there will be spinoffs, much like the Mm. 1923s and the 1887s and the 1884s and the triple quadruple ranch. We started 1923, too. Quadruple Ranch uh, Sixes and everything else will have many of Cobra Kai stories to come in the future. But the story of Daniel and Johnny is going to be wrapped up this next season. And all right, all it's right, sad. Okay. It's sad. It's maybe one of the saddest moments of my life. 
to be honest, yeah. We knew Ted Lasso coming out. That dropped this weekend, too. Now, it didn't. Just the news that there was a new one coming out this spring. New season of Ted Lasso. Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> Jenny is my dog's name. But this Jenny is spelled okay. G-I-N-N-I-E. Okay. Different than your Jenny. So, uh... TJ, just checking on every one of my friends after last night. Is the wound still fresh? Uh, fresh, just checking in because I care. But TJ, what was that last play last night? And as always, go birds. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the last play was last night. Like when they came out and then they called the timeout. San Francisco called the timeout. Like what is this? Zeke's at center. Yeah. Zeke's and then they center. came back out in it and I said, man. You did a good job too. They wow. must I said they must really have something here. This is going to be <laughs> earth-shattering, groundbreaking. <laughs> and then they hiked the ball and Zeke got lit up. Like uh-huh. uh, it was like a comedy, like a football what, what, comedy. What, what is this? It was what like is this? it was like little what giants. What have you given us? <laughs> exactly, it was like little giants. Like you put the tiny dude out there at center, <laughs> and then the big kid that's four sizes at the time of everyone crushes the kid into the ground and leaves an indention into the ground, and then you just pathetic. You throw. You are pathetic. You throw to the one this guy that has fire. like. This is a barn fire! Every dude waiting to plant him, and, like, he catches the ball. He gets <laughs> drilled into the ground, and I'm like, what What was the design even for? What was the thought what, what, process? What, what is this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Mike McCarthy lost his mind at the, like, the two-minute, 40-second mark. He said, hey, we're down seven. Let's punt it away, but let's take our time getting the punt team out onto the field. Let's just burn yeah. 30 seconds, mm-hmm. and then we'll get as close I, to the two-minute warning as we can. Football coaches cannot figure out they can't. a management. They just can't do it. Uh, I So the last three minutes of that game, I cannot tell you what any of it was, but that formation, yeah, that was – I was hoping for like, like the greatest oh, thing since, since the band ran onto the field. And they mentioned the band <laughs> last night in that timeout. They want to make sure no bands run out onto the field. I, I don't know what it was. But Zeke, that's Zeke's last impression of this season. <laughs> Zeke is just planted. What, 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 what is this? What is this? <laughs> what have you given us? It didn't work. It didn't work. It did not work. Uh, This one says, let me guess, this before you came out with your uh, review. Uh, Toby is giving it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 Lords of Leaping. You were correct. Uh, You guys need to watch the movie Devotion based on a true story. It's an excellent movie. No, I haven't heard of that one. Um, Are you guys really going to refer to yourselves as A1 and Turkey Bacon now? <laughs> Welcome. It's only been Welcome to the show. about yeah. four or five months now, whatever it's been, yeah. sure. I had a wear out. Someday someday we'll stop. Uh how does nobody notice that Jake is an imposter on the state farm commercials? I don't know. Jake Break. fools him every time. Yeah. <laughs> T where do you like to eat in Fort Worth? I always go to Razoo's uh, when I'm there. That's from Camo Sooner. Well, you can There's go to that in Oklahoma City. Now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can go there any, anywhere in the country. So, like, there's several places downtown that are good. My son has a new barbecue place he wants me to try there when I go. We'll see if time allows. But the the place that is kind of a must for us when we're in uh, Fort Worth is the Old South Pancake House. 
for breakfast. Big time breakfast spot down there, not far from the university. So that's kind of my Fort Worth. I got to make sure I hit Old South when I'm there if possible. Oh, man. <laughs> they got good, they got uh, really good barbecue in uh, Fort Worth. Steaks, too, you know. I had really good barbecue Friday night. Oh, yeah? Where'd you go? Uh, Ray's. Oh, that is good. I was at uh, Riverwind uh, <laughs> breaking down Teddy's remote. We were trying to decide what I was going to pick up on the way home for dinner. Mike Steely posted a pic of his dinner from Ray's, and I said, man, that sounds really good. Got That's the, an influencer right there. Yes. I got in the truck, called Katie, and she said, hey, how does Ray's sound? It's on your way home. And I said, what? Mind blown. Wow. That's yeah. being in sync so, right there. Woo. That's weird. That is, that is weird. What'd you get? What'd you go with? Uh, sliced brisket and some uh, sausage, the two-meat combo with fried okra and the baked beans. Katie went with the turkey dinner, and Bronx had him a pulled pork sandwich. So, Solid. Yeah. Solid orders across, across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, this person says, Porter is a joke. Might as well bring in Terry Evans. At least the team will be tough. All right. What do you say about that? I love Terry Evans. Um... <laughs> I was kind of briefly related to him not long ago. Long story. I don't have time to tell you about it now. Um, but I don't know how you can say. I mean, they they could they be tougher in situations? Yes. But, man, I mean, Jalen Hill, right? I mean. Jalen Hill's tough. They got to they be better. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that I look at these close games that they've lost and say, well, they did get they did give up 17 offensive rebounds Saturday, so I don't know that I'm willing to die onto their tough hill right now. They need to be tougher. I'll agree with the texter. They need to be tougher. They need to be tougher. They need to be more aggressive at the end of games. They need to uh, take on the personality of their coach. Part of me wonders if they're scared of their coach at times and they pass on things. Mm-hmm intimidation hmm. uh, several people here confirming they have stanley's I, I can't believe you've never heard of stanley's like it's taken over the world well, i have once i saw it i realized what you were talking okay. about i just i didn't know i the it style i knew what gifts. it was i didn't know the name of the brand was a stanley hmm. i guess so husband uh i was the husband who bought my wife a stanley for christmas Big time husband. Our daughter in law got one her uh for her birthday in November. My husband had a cup envy. We now have mm-hmm. a black Stanley in our house. Yep. So lots of uh Stanley. They're everywhere. Out. I'm the only one in my house that does not own a Stanley. Morning, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry about the boot game Saturday and sorry for bugging you. I love the Thunder too. They are a lot of fun to watch and I turned on the game last night after the Cowboys were done. What do you think about Isaiah Joe? The guy love is him. a very good shooter and a good role player. Have so a good day. So many topics. So many topics. Yes, um love Isaiah Joe. He is a dead eye shooter, TJ. So Carter asked for the spotter board Saturday. You remember that? He called in Friday, said, if I wear Correct. my boots, can I have the spotter yes. board? I said, yes, come down and find me after the game. So this happens at a lot of games. Nor- normally, in every case except for Saturday, how this works is, you know, I'll get to segment two or three of the postgame show, 
and I'll hear my name being called during a commercial or Drake will get my attention and, and notice that the person that wants the board has found their way through the crowd trying to exit down to the court and is trying to get my attention for the spotter board. Saturday, final horn, it's over. Toby! Toby! <laughs> Toby! <laughs> like, I, I hardly pitched a break yet. Like, he is immediately on me. Uh, Carter, I haven't had time to even, uh, you know, write down the final score on him hardly. So he was ready for those boards after the game. So we got him the boards. Speaking of boards, those of you that placed third and fourth. Uh, First, second, third, and fourth all won boards. Uh, yes, yes. But no. those two were specifically waiting on their board and oh, books. Yeah. Um, I have those in, so you can get with me, Pat and Sedgwick and Victor. Uh, Chris and Choctaw, Outino on the uh, World Cup giveaway. I'm still waiting on part of your prize packages. Uh, but hopefully I'll have those uh, today, maybe. So. Uh, the others, I have your, your items ready for you. There you go. Anything else? Uh, let's see here. When Porter was hired, I was worried about OU being able to keep him around. On social media, a lot of folks are ready to run him out of town. I'm not one of them. I still believe in Porter. Just got to figure out how to finish games better. Yeah, don't worry the about The life of a coach. Media. The life of a coach on social media, yeah. 8.32 in the morning. Uh, we'll take a break. Toby and TJ with you on a Monday. It's a new week, everybody. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Something did dawn on me last night at the gymnastics event, TJ. So I'm watching... Great crowd at the LNC. Huge crowd. Top five showdown, OU in Utah. And I'm watching them, uh, you know, on the vault and on the bars and on the beam and on the floor. They're spinning and sticking landings and all this kind of stuff. But I did notice them because I've been in that building for other events. It really doesn't matter what the girls do for either team. It's going to get applauded. You run down the vault, and you do three twists in the air, and you come down on that mat, and you take a step. Still, I mean, wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, holy cow. Look at that flying through the air and the twisting and all that kind of stuff. You get up on that vault, or on that beam, and even if you fall off to each, which happened twice last night, one for each team fell off. When they fall off, the whole place starts clapping to encourage them to get back up there and keep going. <laughs> Come on, you can do this. Come on. And they and they, they flip, and they're on this little, what is it, three inches across, two inches across? What is it? I don't know. It defies logic. They're on those bars, and they're flinging themselves around and triple twisting in the air and all this kind of stuff, and they land, and if they stick it, it erupts, and even if they take a step, the place is like, that's still amazing, because it is. I watch it, all the events I've been to, I'll watch, and I'll say, wait a minute, why did this person score this and this one score this? They looked exactly the same. Yeah. 
That's what I'd spend the whole time doing, trying to figure out how they even score anything. But here's my point. You go to a baseball game and a guy misses a curveball from a guy that's going to be in the major leagues someday. Right. And you go, what a bum. Get him out of here. He's terrible. You go to a football game and a quarterback drops back to pass and he's got four guys that are 6'4", 300 pounds rushing at him and they bring a linebacker on a blitz. And he delivers a pass through a sea of arms, and it's a foot off from the wide receiver whose timing route was a little thrown off by a defensive back who chucked him at the line of scrimmage. And we say, what a bum. Get him out. (laughs) You go to a basketball game in that same arena, and a guy takes a three-point shot with a 6'9 guy flying at him, and the shot clock winded down, and... 12,000 people in the crowd, and he misses it. A shot that the best in the country only make 40% at the time. And you say, I could do better than that. Nobody goes to a gymnastics meet and says, I could do better than that. It's the same thing in golf, by the way. If you go to a golf match and a guy bogeys the hole, you're still like, I mean, that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good. Good effort, buddy. What is it about some sports, TJ, that we're lenient on and others that we are very harsh on? I think. How do I want to word this? Performance art is different. Go ahead. It's still a sport, still extremely athletic. But the truth is, as I mentioned a while ago, none of us know what we're looking at. So it's like, that was amazing! (laughs) It's amazing. Did you see how she just twisted there? Amazing! (laughs) We see a missed free throw. You idiot, I've made free throws! Everybody can make a free throw. Right. So there's a difference there. I've caught a football, you moron. I hit you right in the hands. I was playing baseball in the backyard with my son last night. It's not that hard. (laughs) (laughs) None of us have ever attempted a, uh, you know, triple twist, you know, whatever, however you want to do, whatever you want to call it. That's true. That is true. Uh, There's just like. I, I think part of it is they're adorable, right? Oh, they are adorable. But even if you go to a men's gymnastics event, nobody's same, booing. No, same thing. They're they're cheering guys on, yeah. No, but nobody's out there booing when a guy doesn't hold a perfect iron cross on the rings. You're like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. That's hard. I know he dipped a little bit, but who wouldn't, right? There are just some sports when you watch it. Like, like golf, we all play golf. And we all know how hard it is. Even if a guy misses a green on a par three, you're not like going, jolly, come on. Let me, I got to tweet about what a bum this guy is as quick as possible. Now, if it's Phil how Mickelson, does Hibble we still have to. his job? How does Hibble still have his job? His team didn't even win the national championship last year. <laughs> when is a guy going to hit a fairway around here? We don't do that. Some some sports really anger us, and others we're, like, very civilized about. Oh, my gosh. 
She fell off the beam, but you know what? Good for her for getting up there in the first place, right? Am I right, Teej? What bravery she showed just to get up there in the first place. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How does Tanner Groves even have a scholarship at this point? I don't know what it is. It, it was no, I was looking around going, this is the nicest I have ever seen people in this arena. Like, everybody in this arena is cheering for everybody that's performing to do well. Even the other team. I mean, you want OU to win, but you don't want somebody to fall off of bars, right? Of course not. I mean, if they take a step, okay, but don't get hurt. Whatever you do, please land the triple. Everybody was nice. They were all rooting for each other. It was amazing. What world am I in right now? I think I might have found my new sport, Teach. <laughs> it does uh, it's go in line but positivity uh, more... out of gymnastics, event. right? Soccer, you know the uh, the anger there with soccer. You sent me clips, a podcast. Oh, so every yeah, they are irate. They are irate on uh, in England on everything. Somebody gets fired every weekend in England. You'd love it. That's what I'm saying. You'd love the the outrage over there about everything that happens. <laughs> hey, David and Lawton texted and was wanting you to uh, ask you uh, what uh, OU's chances are of making the NIT because they're definitely not making the NCAA unless they win the Big 12 tourney. Chances at the NIT, Toby. Go. Okay, what are we right now? What are, OU is 11 and 8. Okay. So I think we have... I, I believe they need to get to 18 wins. I think they need – I'm going to correct that. I think they need to get to 8 and 10 in the league, which would be six more wins. So I think they need to get to 17 or 18 wins to make the NCAA tournament. Okay? I think to make the NIT, they just need to have a – uh, winning record, which won't be easy. Uh, but let's see, they've got uh, they've played seven times. They got eleven. They got twelve regular season games plus one postseason at least. So thirteen games left. They would have to do what to have a winning record? Uh, thirteen games left. They'd have to go if they went uh, five. And eight, that would put them at 16, 16 and 16. 16 yeah. Uh, that might do it. That might do it. So I think uh, I think five more wins gets them in the NIT. They need six or seven, probably seven, to get to the NCAA tournament. Does that sound about right? Just did that off the top of my head. No, that's about right. I, I don't think you can get in the NIT with a losing record, can you? It, 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 it used to be a rule anyway. Yeah, I don't know if they changed that or not. Um, so you're saying there's one game off difference between the NCAA tournament well, and the NIT, 16 and I 17. Just don't, I just don't think you can get in the NIT with a losing record. At least that used to be a rule. So you got to get five more wins to get to that. But I don't know that you have to get much more than that to get into the NCAA in this league. Like 8 and 10 record in conference play, I think, gets you in which is six more wins. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it's kind of borderline. It's kind of close there, huh? 
There's a sliver of margin between making the NCAA tournament and not making the postseason at all. I don't know, though. I have to double-check that winning record to make the NIT rule. It may not be the case. Yeah, I, Did they have one last year? Yes. You yeah, mean the I think record? they. Yeah, I think they did. Because they won, didn't they win one in the NIT and lose the next yeah. one? Yeah, they beat Missouri State. Let me look here real quick. Their overall record was nineteen and sixteen. So yeah, they did have yeah. a winning record. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. they were one game under last year, but no. Okay. Let's just get to the NCAA tournament and not worry about the Yeah, that's right. That's right, Dave and Lawton. Uh, 8.48, we'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for the crossover with Toby Rowland. T.J. Perry and Chris Plank, brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, T.J. Perry, and Chris Plank. Chris Plank time, everybody. It's the crossover. Good morning, Plank. How are you today? I'm good, Toby. How are you and T.J. doing on this glorious Monday? T.J., are you still good? I think we're good. Disappointed in last night, but good. Yeah, I just saw a stat that blew my mind, and I didn't realize this. Um, Mike McCarthy joins a group that includes Jimmy Johnson, Tom Landry, and Barry Switzer as the only coaches with back-to-back twelve-win seasons for the Cowboys. Which, by the way, is kind of I mean that that's like all the coaches of the Cowboys. <laughs> what I was thinking, right. there's a run with like Wade Phillips and I think uh, what Jason Garrett in there, but yeah, back-to-back yeah. twelve-win seasons. And what the only team with more wins over the last two years in the Cowboys is the Chiefs. So, yikes! Uh, depressed me more, Chris. No, I, I don't know more. why that made me feel a little better about things, but uh, maybe not. Sorry, I just I was kind of blown away. There's very we're in the same spot your team's in, so it doesn't make me right. Feel we're any getting better. ready for the draft. Twelve wins, we ten just, wins, six wins. It doesn't matter. We just not. have a spot eighteen places higher than you when the draft comes in April. <laughs> right. My misery was in uh, late October, early November. Is your way to till twenty three? So, all right. By the way, Toby, are you starting to do your homework on Colts quarterbacks or what? Um, yeah, I don't know which one I want yet. I, I would like uh, what's his name from Bama, but we got to trade up to get him. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe. you know the How big many? knock on Bryce Young is he's too small. Yeah, he's I'll shorter than Kyler. How? Uh, that's not true, is it? Mm-hmm. How tall is Bryce Young? Is he really? Yeah, he's like Like, five, I would have never have... He's 5'9". I don't think that's God, I picture him Kyler. as like 6'1". Like five 5'4", isn't he? <laughs> 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 yeah, it was interesting because I was listening to Lance Zerline, and uh, the theory was he's going to measure out at like 5'10 and an eighth or something, like 5'9". I didn't realize he was that short. I think but, you've been hanging out on those national shows too much. I don't think that you're getting accurate information. Might be on true. Those national shows. Might be true. Might be true. Um, um, do you know? I'm more worried about the head coach right now. Well, you've interviewed every single person that's ever had any coaching experience in their life. Do you know how many people have interviewed for the job? I was keeping track of this the other day. I think it's 12, right? Bubba Ventrone mm-hmm. is our special teams coordinator. 
I don't know how to say some of these. You're going to have to correct me. Right. Uh, Broncos defensive coordinator. Go for it. Ejiro Evero. Pretty close. Yeah, I'll right. go with it. Ejiro Evero. The enemy from the Chiefs. Right. Uh, Raheem Morris, uh, Rams defensive coordinator. I like him, I think. Uh, Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. Uh, Lions defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn. The Eagles def- uh, offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen? Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yep. Uh, I'm only about halfway through. Let me take a sip of water here real fast. <laughs> Jeff Saturday got an interview. Um, here we go. Here we go. Packers special teams coordinator, Rich Basasha? Basakia? Oh, my gosh. Come on. Bengals me. offensive Rich, coordinator. Rich Basacha, Raiders legend Rich Basacha. I never heard of him. <laughs> Bengals offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan. Uh, Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. Giants offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka. Giants defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale. How many Great game show oh, host. Yeah, so you ha- and you just interviewed Rich Basaccia on, I want to say, like Friday. He was one of the last guys that they interviewed. Was Harbaugh in there? Did you mention Harbaugh? No, no, okay. I don't think we've talked to Harbaugh. Okay. I knew that he was mentioned, but I don't know if they ever interviewed They say him. what he he did speak with them, but in an uh, advisory role. Ah. Is what they said his visit was. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I, I would be surprised if they didn't interview him just because he's such a legend there. But I don't know. Maybe he's worn on people because of his time at Michigan. I'm ready to be a Colts fan. You hire Rich Bisaccia and you bring in yeah. Derek Carr. Would that be a good hire? I think so. Okay, so you might not know who Rich Bisaccia is. He took over as the Raiders interim head coach last year oh, after yeah, John Gruden got fired yeah, and the whole Henry Ruggs thing. Yeah, how'd so, he do? He took him to the playoffs. Okay. He's All a good right, coach. Uh, You've convinced me. That's who I'm rooting for. Fix now. the Rich Packers Bisaccia. special teams this year. Fix the Packers special teams this year. But I think they're – is it weird – oh, we're out of time. It's weird that we haven't had a quarterback – or excuse me, a uh, head coach name yet. I feel like by this point we usually do. Well, we rarely do things by the book. That's true. So we might not have one by the draft. We shall see. Uh, Chris, have a great show today. Toby, have a great day, bud. Thank you. Thanks to you fine folks for listening. We'll try it again tomorrow. Have a great Monday, everybody.